the title I gave this talk tonight for you is Living in the Cloister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary as Missionaries of the Cross. And I feel like tonight I just want to give you an introduction of what it means to be chosen to enter the cloister of our mother's heart. So the first question I'd like to begin with tonight is this one. Who are chosen to enter the cloister of the Immaculate Heart of Mary? Is it just for the mothers of the cross? And our Blessed Mother and our Lord answer this question for us. So I'm going to bring to you the messages where it's very clear who is called to enter the cloister. Our Blessed Mother, on August 15th of this year, 2023, made it very clear. She said, the cloister, this cloister is only reserved for the women and men who choose to remain in the sorrows of my son's sacred heart because humanity continues to not give glory to Abba by loving him with all their hearts, souls, and might. Jesus came to earth to reveal the goodness and love of our Father through his life, death, and resurrection. Yet humanity continues to reject this gift purchased for all through the pouring out of his precious blood and leaving you the gift of the Holy Spirit through all the sacraments of the church. Therefore, our Blessed Mother desires to have not just the Mothers of the Cross, but the Missionaries of the Cross in her cloister. But she makes it clear that it is only for the men and women who choose. It is a choice we have to make to remain in the sorrows of her son's sacred heart. It sounds quite easy when you read it in a paragraph. But when you begin to try to remain in the sorrows of God, it is quite a challenge. You enter, my brothers, like I said in the teaching I gave to the community that I asked you to listen to, an incredible interior struggle because our human condition, because of original sin, does not 
want to remain in a state of an interior state of sorrows with God. Let me go on to February of the year before 2022. The Lord speaks to us. And he talks about, again, the cloister. He begins to prepare us. He says, My sacred heart desires companionship. I I really feel tonight that I want you, my brothers. The Lord chose a woman. He chose me to give me his voice. And I have the responsibility to bring you the voice of God. But the voice speaking to you is the voice of Christ. It's the voice of the shepherd. It's the voice of the man, God. It's the voice of the high priest. He chose an insignificant vessel that I am. So when I read the words, listen, silence consists of three things. Listening, receiving, and responding. That is what's required to truly enter silence. So don't just hear words, listen, receive the voice of God. He says to us, my sacred heart desires companionship. Enter this Lent into the cloister of your hearts where I dwell. In silence and stillness, remain with me, praying for the conversion of the world and the salvation of countless souls. I desire silence and continuous prayers for your prayers united to my sacrifice of love have great power before the throne of Abba. This is my desire for each of you this Lent. He began to tell us to enter the cloister of our own hearts where he lives. How difficult that can be. He says to remain in a continuous prayer. Well, how do we do that? Men and women. Because what has he formed us? What is he saying here to us? When we live our ordinary lives as men and women, united into his sacrifice of love, living our daily struggles, 
our daily piercings, our daily pains. When we live it all through Christ, with Christ, and in Christ, we have entered the perfect prayer of the Mass. We become one with the sacrifice of Christ to the Father. That is the most powerful prayer. That is a continuous prayer. And the one that brings a shower of graces to the world. This is how we are called to live in the cloister. On March 9th, 2023, Mary speaks, the voice of our mother. How does Mary speak to us? Listen to her voice. She says, My solitude after Jesus' ascension was my perfect union of love in Abba's tears for his people. Listen to Mary. She's saying, my solitude. That is, Mary enters a desolation. She enters the abandonment of Jesus on the cross, and she continues on earth as a mother living that abandonment for years. And she describes the solitude on earth as her union with Abba Father in his tears. How beautiful. Go, I mean, the way heaven speaks to us is so profound, my brothers. If you receive the voice of Christ and Mary, the depth of where they're taking us is so amazing. That's just the first sentence I'm reading to you. That one sentence is a lifetime of contemplation. She then says, I then received the sin and brokenness of each of the apostles into my motherly heart as one with God and embraced them in the embrace of the Trinity. That is the heart of a mother. She received yours and mine our sins, our oppression, our brokenness. And she draws us into her motherly heart because that's what Christ did. And she suffers with Christ for us. This is our formation. We are called to receive the brokenness of our spouses the sin of our our, our children, of our friends, of our priests, of our parents, of our neighbors. 
and our own sin and suffer it. Allow our hearts to be pierced like Mary and Jesus. It doesn't mean when we're in the cloister that we're going to be before the blessed sacrament all day long. But when we are united in the sufferings of the sacred heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary, we are one with them. And that agony that's lived within the heart, it's a silence, it's a stillness. We can go, you can go to work, but any moment, even at your desk, that you're still for a second and you just go interiorly, that sorrow, that pain is there. And in that moment, in that second, you just give it, you unite it. And that's a prayer. It's continuous. It's a new way of living. This is how we live in the cloister, men and women. She goes on to say, I continued the life of my son on earth after his ascension. I continued living the interior crucifixion as one with Christ, thus living as his living host, one in his Eucharistic life as grace for the nascent church. That is our entire formation. She goes on to say, This, my little one, is where I am now taking each of you. She's speaking to love crucified. She's speaking to you also, her beloved sons, the men of love crucified. This is where our men are called to go. This is when our men enter transformation and why am I here and Maria and with us all the mothers of the cross because I truly believe that it is the heart of the mother the heart of the woman that's united to the mother of sorrows that can bring our men into the depth of their masculine hearts to enter this perfect union with God, with the man of sorrows. His prayer, like I said in that teaching to Peter, James, and John, is the same prayer he's saying to you, Micah, to you, Cesar, Fernando, Thomas, Jaime, Daniel, Father Jordi, Carlos, Juan Carlos, Hector, Alberto, Mark, Jack, and Willie. Remain with me. My heart is sorrowful unto death. Watch and pray with me. The words of scripture have not changed in the words of God that's speaking to us, my brothers. Christ continues to tell us, Remain, my brothers, my sisters, remain with me. 
Look at the condition of your families, of the world. Enter the silence of my passion with me. Cry with me. Was he crying in Gethsemane? Yes, he went to his brothers. He went to his friends in tears. Watch, he said, remain with me. This is where we are, a missionary and mother of the cross. Our fiat is to remain with our beloved. To remain in the sorrows. This is the cloister. Mary goes on to say, Living in the cloister of my heart as one with me in the last stage of my life on earth completes the simple path to union with God. The new Adams and new Eves continue the life of God Trinity, establishing God's kingdom on earth. Do you realize what the queen of heaven said to us this year? We've entered the end of the path. <laughs> we have come and she's bringing us to the summit, the cloister is the summit of the simple path to union with God. And the men and women of love crucified have been chosen and are being invited to enter. This is what the queen of heaven is telling us. And then we become what? New men and new women for the glory of God. And for the new dawn that's coming to the world. This is how we're prepared to suffer the great chastisement that's coming upon us. With joy, with anticipation. Because we're in the cloister. At least we're trying to get there. <laughs> the next message that I'm going to skip, Maria, because it was the message at the Rosary, April 28, 2023. But again, Jesus is telling us, asking me to prepare this family to enter the cloister of Mary's heart. So yes, my brothers, you have been chosen. You are invited to enter the cloister. But he asked the mothers to come first. And we just had a retreat. Because, again, like Mary, she was the one that helped the apostles become the new Adams. And therefore, these mamas with our Blessed Mother are called, like Jack so beautifully said, to give our lives with the passion of our feminine hearts to raise you up so that you can then as one with Jesus Christ crucified bring these women to heaven. So the second question. 
what is required of the women and men chosen by God to live in the cloister of the Immaculate Heart. Here is the nitty gritty. Here's the hard part. Our Lady made it clear on August 15th, 2023. She said, now she's speaking of the mothers of the cross, but it's the same for you, the men. Bring this invitation to all the mothers of the cross. But before each give their fiat, they must promise. Now listen carefully. Five promises we have to make. You After tonight, you should have them all memorized and pray daily for them. Number one, silence. Number two, she says, the prayer of remaining in God's sorrows. Number three, simplicity. Number four, poverty of spirit. And number five, Perfect obedience to me as your queen mother and mother of God. And then she says, go in peace and know that I await each of you in heaven for the glory of God. Do you realize what Christ and Our Lady have been telling us for years? The promise? Those who give their fiats. And persevere in trying our hardest every day to live this way of life. We'll die. This is, this is the hope that St. Paul speaks about so powerfully in Romans. The hope that we will, because God has promised it to us, die as the saints of the end times. And Our Lady is saying, I await each of you in heaven. This is exciting. This is a time to rejoice. But we've got to work hard. That's why I asked the women 40 days before our retreat. I gave them a document that I also gave all of you. In the cloister of Mary's heart, what's contained in that document, that first one? The teachings I've given mainly the women, but now it's time for the men to get into the emotions. It's the deepest state of purification of our hearts. And here it's where you really need the mothers of the cross. Because it's a very difficult place for the men. The work of the emotions. I gave that to the women and I said, there is no way in a weekend retreat, nor even in a year, I can cover these five virtues. So they prepared by those two virtues. Because in 2021, Father Jordy and I gave a retreat on the spirit of poverty that's powerful. So that's in that document. The second document, the Lord had me months working before the retreat on silence. It's a treasure. 
my community, a treasure. That document is going to be our study for at least an entire year. And I ended the retreat for the women with the talk on simplicity. So we're going to have a manual with these five virtues. This has to be our manual, our our formation manual as the cloistered men and women in the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And it'll be up to you whether you live and choose to remain in that cloister or not. Now, I said to the women in the retreat, do not give your fiat right away. Do not give your fiat in this retreat. First, I said, the women and the men, you need to first become mothers of the cross or missionaries of the cross. You need to make your your covenant because the Lord is in, is an invitation to the mothers of the cross and missionaries of the cross. That's your first formation. And then you'll know in your hearts, but as you begin to work on these virtues, you'll know when you're ready to give that fiat and you'll give it. Few have this privilege and our blessed mother says this also. She said to us, the knowledge of the father and his love through your participation in the sufferings of my son has purchased for you the title of my maiden of the cloister of my immaculate heart. Now, that one sentence holds a treasure. Our Blessed Mother is explaining to us that it is through the grace of participating in the sufferings of Christ that we come to know and experience the love of Abba Father. Those are the words so powerful that St. Paul speaks to us in Romans 8, I think it is, verse 17 that are so key to our formation of the beginning of the simple path. I have it here, Maria, towards the end. 817 Romans. If we're going to be heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Heaven is telling us the same thing, St. Paul, because God wants us to enter the depth of the teachings of the scriptures, of the letters of St. Paul, so powerful. You have a great missionary of the cross, my brothers, in St. Paul. Romans is packed with the depth of our formation, of how Christ has wanted us to discover the treasure of the mystery of the cross that St. Paul discovered. And that's what the Lord is bringing us and forming us, one with that missionary of the cross Our Blessed Mother goes on, 
to say. This privilege is given to few women by the father, but it is being given to you and the mothers of the cross following you as God's chosen one. Enter with the mothers of the cross, my cloister, and choose to remain as one with me, suffering my son's interior martyrdom, which continues in his Eucharistic presence on earth. That one sentence sums it all up. Except it's not just the women. You, the men, are also the few. But notice that our Blessed Mother says, it's Abba that is inviting us. And it's an invitation that's given to few. Why? Because very few souls, in Spanish it's San Lanzado, they've like completely given themselves to say, yes, I'll be a victim soul. And that's why only few can be chosen by the Father to enter this grace of a cloistered soul. Do you realize the privilege, the blessing that God is giving you, the few men, and us, the few women? What a blessing. In the midst of our sorrows, that is why we have to be full of joy. The gift the women received in our retreat was the joy. Assessor's going like that because his wife came home. <laughs> I'm still dancing. The joy we received so that we could enter the passion, my brothers, so that we, if we're called to get, lay down our blood and be martyrs, Adriana brought us this little bracelet I haven't taken off with the, the, the little sign of the martyrs. We can go hand in hand, the new Adams and the new Eves, men and women united, helping one another like the beginning church with the joy of laying down our lives. That's what God's giving us. So it's not like this doomsday. The new dawn is coming. Yes, we're going to suffer. I don't know. It looks like we're entering World War III. And the Lord is preparing us for deep sufferings, but we can't lose sight of the goal like St. Paul. That's why we're community. That's how, why I'm here. As the mother, one with Mary, what did she do with her apostles? Los animó. So we can be those martyrs. We can be those saints. I'm honored. Mary was honored to be with the apostles. I'm honored. Maria, all the mothers of the cross, like Jack said, we are honored to have you. There are such few men 
willing to enter this depth. There are such few men willing to enter even their hearts. And you're trying. And we're here to help you as you are here to help us. What a blessing. So what's required? In another message, Jesus tells us on Monday of Holy Week, April 3rd, 2023. Again, he explains. God's people have become drunk with the passions of the flesh and world. And therefore, the power of my light has been dimmed in many and extinguished in others. Yet God in his infinite mercy is raising his saints for these end times. His saints, now he defines Jesus, our shepherd, our high priest, the victim, the man is speaking to us, my brothers. What is this man telling us? His saints are my victims of love who have chosen to love me above all else, to walk with me the narrow path of my passion and to remain with me in the sorrows of life, suffering as one with me, with perfect Faith, hope, and love. These few men and women possess my light. And it is through them that God will conquer the darkness. And I will be glorified on earth as I am in heaven. Listen to the voice. Receive the voice of the high priest, my brothers. Receive the voice of this man. Listen to his voice. Listen to the heart of the man. And respond to him. I am a nobody. But I have one, one responsibility. And so does Father Jordy with me. We are not the leaders of this mission. We are not the leaders of this community. We are insignificant vessels to bring to you the voice of God and Our Lady for these times and to encourage you and to teach from you and to proclaim this voice. That is what we're called to do. But the leader of our community, the commander-in-chief preparing us is Jesus Christ himself. When you read these messages, Read them like that. Because that is the man leading this community. The God man. And to truly enter silence means you're willing to listen to that voice. You're willing to receive that voice. You're willing to allow that voice to pierce your masculine hearts. As we allow it to pierce our feminine hearts. And then we respond. So my brothers, that's as far as I got tonight. But I think with all the passion of my heart, I pray 
that you've gotten at least an introduction of what it means to enter the cloister and how God waits for your response. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified Community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.